What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Blog Talk Radio. The best heavy metal and hard rock anywhere. Live from Blog Talk Radio's multi-million dollar broadcasting facilities, the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show, with your host, Mike the Big Cheese. Welcome back to another edition of Heavy Metal Mayhem. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving a few days ago. And I'm sorry that the long weekend is coming to an end tonight and we have to go back to work tomorrow. But in the meantime, i got a great guest tonight, Big Daddy Rich of the Texas Hippie Coalition. will be calling in just to prove that things are bigger and better out in Texas. But before we get to Big Dad Rich, how about a little blessed death and Knights of Oldbridge? Knights of Oldbridge.
one of New Jersey's finest, blessed death, uh, members of the Old Bridge Militia. Give me Old Bridge or give me death. What a great way to start off today's show. And Tommy, yo, what's happy going Thanksgiving, on, buddy? I didn't get to talk to you before Thursday. Uh, that's okay, man. That's okay, yeah. Uh, it sounds like from the Rock. chat you had a good time, some good food. That's all that matters. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. A couple of beers. Yeah. Good that's moist chicken, some potatoes, some yep. stuffing, some veggies, and just sit back and relax. Watch a nice. football game and good old American. Uh, then slaughter some Indians. No, I'm like. <laughs> that's, that's the only way we were going to get our own holiday. We had We had no choice. <laughs> I saw your comment on Facebook you saw about that, right? that Yeah, I was laughing. I was going to say something, but I have a couple of Native American friends on there, so I kept myself quiet. Well, I just say, you know, these are the way we did things back right then. Yep. <laughs> Not for nothing, but, I mean, you know, what was it, $24? I forgot my history lesson. $27? I think it's 24 for New York, right? 24 Not Even today, we can go up to Canada and take over Canada for probably a dollar less. <laughs> With the, exchange, with the exchange rate. I'm just kidding around. I love my Canadian listeners, my Canadian friends. Excellent. But it's been it's a long holiday weekend. Yeah. I don't know if our regular cast of characters are going to show up in the chat today because a lot of people are away or sure. just getting home today and getting ready to go back to work tomorrow. But we got lots of people listening outside of the chat. we got Big Dad Rich from Texas Hippie Coalition. Yeah. He should be calling in around 6.45, 7 o'clock. I'm not too sure because I had a book for much later in the show. Uh, because we're supposed to have Tony Dolan on today from uh, Primal Fear and Venom and Adam Craft. We just couldn't work it out with the hours, you know, the time difference between here and the U.K. Sure. Uh, we just couldn't get it going this weekend. So I did uh, send uh, an email to uh, the Tech Heavy Coalition's uh, PR guy saying, tell him to call in earlier. So he said, no problem. So he'll be here a little later. Not a big deal. And uh, we will get Tony Dolan on. We might have to pre-record that because it's... It's hard to get some of the guys over in the U.K. I guess those old days of staying up all night and partying are over, you know? They all want to go to bed by 11 o'clock. <laughs> sure, everybody needs to sleep nowadays. Of course, you know, so we will get them on. It'll just probably have to be pre-recorded, or maybe we could do it around a long extended holiday weekend where nobody has to get up and do anything. But good show lined up tonight. We've got a whole bunch of great guests that we might be interviewing this week and the next week, and I won't send it until it happens because usually when I do, it never does. So. I hear you, I hear you. <laughs> we'll keep quiet on that. There's really not much happening this week in, in, in metal. I was looking around, and uh, not a lot going on. Things have been relatively quiet. Yeah. No good band feuds or breakups or uh, anything that we could uh, <laughs> gather on about. Well, one thing is uh, uh, the band Sleepy Hollow, which was Bob Mitchell's old band. Uh, huh. Bob was a singer for Attacker here in New Well, I keep saying here right. in New Jersey. Right. I'm actually closer to Jersey than I am to Brooklyn these days, but... Uh, he put the band back together for 20 years, most of the original guys. Oh, uh, they were a great band. He, he started the band after he, he left Attacker the first time and before oh. he went back the second time. But they were a good band, and they recorded a new record. I think it's called Skull 13. Uh, oh. It's supposed to come out early next year. So I'm going to reach out for Bob, and uh, maybe we'll have him on in January, uh, closer to the record's release date. And uh, he should be a fun guy to talk to, and we'll find out what happens between him and Attacker, too. We'll look for some inside dirt, you know? Okay, cool. Sounds good? Yes, sir. All right. Well, another old band uh, who's back is Elixir. Great new record out called yeah. Hollow's Eve. And yeah. uh, I was talking with some of the guys through email, and we're definitely going to have something with them on the show, too. Oh, it should be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either Phil Denton or uh, somebody else. But we'll see what happens with that. But how about we play a little Pagan Queen off that record? Okay, cool. All right, here you go. Some very new Elixir. <laughs>
started things off there with a little Alexa, brand new off the All Hallows Eve record. A song called Pagan Queen. We followed it up with a little medieval out of Kalamazoo, Michigan. I just got had to get that on because I want to say Kalamazoo. <laughs> I love that name. I wish I grew up in a place called Kalamazoo. Yeah, I got a few guitars made in Kalamazoo. Yeah, Kalamazoo Michigan. That was off uh, the Medieval Kills record from 87. Those guys have worn around since like the late 70s, 78, 79. Uh-huh. Put out a couple of demos early in the 80s, but not much <clears> happened. <throat> you know, when in 85 or 6, they had an EP out, and then that all this record, uh, Medieval Kills, came out in 87. They were a good band. I remember buying that uh, All Knobs to the Right cassette from the band back in the 80s. Like, you know, through, I think... Uh, Metal Forces magazine had an ad in there. I remember getting the, the cassette of it. I still have it somewhere up in the collection I'm looking at. I just can't pinpoint it. There's like 10,000 tapes up there. Yeah. little useless story, a little useless information, but <laughs> nevertheless, we carry on. Carry on. Okay. That's right. We wait for Big Dad Rich to call in from the Texas Hippie Coalition. We'll keep the music going. Uh, I guess there's really not much happening this week. Um, I saw uh, Chris Lesage. He's a guitar player for Jack Panza. Uh, he was on here, I think, back in 2008. He was talking about the new record that they were working on called Scourge of Light, where they finally put the track listing out, and the album's supposed to be coming out February 11th. So uh, I'm looking forward to hearing that, because they haven't had anything new out in a long time. And Chris is a great guitar player, and this is like the second record he's on with the band. He was on one way back in the day. Uh, now this is the second album with him, so I'm looking forward to hearing that. It's a great album cover, too. Real old yeah. school. I like it. I like that. Definitely. And I, I've been trying to put together the final show for the year, the year in review, and there's just so many records this year. I don't know how oh, the yeah. hell to get through them all. I mean, I started writing them all down as they were coming out so I wouldn't lose track, you know, as the year goes uh, by. That was smart. And uh, I'm going through it, and there's like five pages. I'm like, how can I get all this on in two hours? I know. It's impossible. So we're going to have to – I'm going to email you the, the list, and uh, maybe we'll just pick out uh, a few of the ones that, you know, were surprises and a few of the ones that were disappointments and – kind of mix them together, and we'll try to mention as many as we can, and maybe what we'll do is we'll get like one song on a week, you know, for the rest of the year in 2011. Right. There are so many. I mean, really, there's not many disappointments in there. It was just a great, great year for like heavy metal, especially for the old guard. Definitely. The albums they put out, so I'll send you the link to the list I have, that way you can go through it, and uh, we'll try to needle it down a little bit before uh, the end of the year. Alright, that sounds good. And now we got the new Motorhead they add to it, and uh, Sodom, there's so many. Uh, I just saw you put that up there. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be rough this year, but we'll we'll figure it out. Well, I think Motorhead is not officially re- released until the uh, 11th. The 11th, yeah, yeah. But, you know, the year is still up until the 31st of December, so we'll get that on there. Yeah. All right, well, how about a little tension, One Nation on the Ground? Okay. My old buddy Tom Gaddis, here you go.
out of Baltimore, Maryland uh, tension. The band started out life as Deuce way back, I think, in the late 70s, early 80s. Had uh, Tom Gaddis on vocals and Timmy Meadows on guitar. Also, Marty Friedman uh, was in the band at the time. And if you go uh, on Marty Friedman's, uh, I don't know if it was the Aloha or Hawaii or the Vixen albums, he also has uh, his version of that song because he helped write it. As long as, I think, uh, oh, but it was one other song. Wish I could remember what it was. He was he had his hand in a lot of these songs because he was the role of the songs from the Deuce era. But I think it was Angels from the Past. It was Angels from the Past and uh, and that song One Nation on the Ground. Now, did that song ever appear um, on a Mike Varney record too? Uh, you know what? It might have for uh, Friedman. Uh, it might have because uh, I know Marty. Uh, you know uh, Mike Varney had all the guitar players on on the U.S. of U.S. Yeah, metal it, record. It, it sounds really familiar to me. I have to go looking. Uh, originally, that song was called. Uh, they call it Angels. I'm trying to remember. Angels from the Past uh, was the name of the song. Kinda, I can't remember. And Marty Friedman was in Vixen, if I remember. And the song was called Angels from the Past. I think he brought the song in with them, like the Deuce. Right. Uh, but then they recorded it. It was recorded as Angels from the Dust on oh. some of the Vixen demos. I can't remember the whole thing. It's it, Marty Freeman, you know, he, like, he, it was the same thing like, you know, when uh, Kirk Hammett uh, left Exodus, he took some parts of songs with him. But uh, sure. you can find it on the Vixen records. I know that, their version of it. And uh, it was also part of Deuce's uh, album, which uh, I don't think it was a real album. It came out in 97. It was called Deuce. But the band had broken up, like, like you know, 15 years before that. Yeah. Uh, I just think it was a compilation of all the demos, and somebody put it out, you know, kind of like a bootleg type thing. Right. But uh, you can find this on the Tension record called Breaking Point. That came out in 1986. And they were great. I remember seeing them at Lemoore's uh, when they were still Deuce. Wow. And I was like, wow, yeah. these guys are great. And they're like, you never heard from them again. And then I remember seeing the band called Tension there one day, and yeah. they were doing the same songs. I was like, oh, these are the same guys. You know, they, they changed the name. Right. I think because there was another band called Deuce that was kind of popular in the 80s. I don't know if they were even a rock or metal band, but... Uh, they had the copyright to the name, and you know how the story goes. Sure. But a uh, good band. It's a shame that they really, you know, never went anywhere. Just that record. But I know they still got a whole bunch of bands that they playing together. A lot of these guys. Uh, uh, Ballistic was one of them. Uh, War Dog, I think it might still be active. They've got some really good records out. So you should go and you know check it out. Head over to the internet, iTunes, Amazon, all those other places. Yeah, without a doubt. All right, let me see what we got here. Right, you know what? Let's do a Sunday Night Spotlight segment because we didn't have one last week. So we'll do one this week, which I was like. And uh, since we were featuring female-fronted metal bands and all females in heavy metal this month, uh, you know, how about we close out the month with the band that has a female singer? It's called The Order of Chaos. These guys and girl are out of Alberta, Canada. So I hope they don't get offended that we said we would take over the whole country for $24. <laughs> might, might need a few dollars more. <laughs> but, uh... They're a really good band. They they got their self-titled album out right now. I'm going to play a song called Invictus off of it. And they're working on a new record right now, which should be out in 2011. And uh, on the Heavy Metal Mayhem blogs, but there's a little review of the band with links to the sites. Uh, go and check them out. So here's our Sunday Night Spotlight artist, The Order of Payout. <laughs>
right, that was our Sunday Night Spotlight artist, The Order of Chaos, the song Invictus. And like I said, go to the blog spot and check out more on the band and get the link to their site. I think those guys walk a real fine line between the old and the new, and they, they mix it up pretty well. True, true. It's, uh, I was just going to, you know, I was going to say that, too. Ah, see, what? Uh, simpatico. We're almost on the same length. That's uh, right. Evil minds think alike. There you go. All right, that was pretty good. Well, we're moving things along. we got Big Dad Rich calling in a little bit. I'm trying to keep my mouth quiet tonight because I, I chipped my tooth last week when we were at that concert, and uh, I couldn't get into my dentist all week because he took off, I guess, for the Thanksgiving week, and the whole thing cracked the other day, so... Oh, shit. It's to be crazy. I won't be able to get until tomorrow, so uh, just trying to play more music tonight and do a little less talking than uh, normal, which is a good thing for most people, so... <laughs> we do like that, but how about we do our demolition segment? We get that out of the way. Okay. Uh, I gotta call up Alex and yell at him for not coming into the chat room tonight. I gotta scream at the kid. I'll leave him alone. Yeah, I gotta punish him. I think. I think he needs uh, 20 smacks in the in the, in the air for tonight. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Alex is a good kid. Let me see. Yeah, you know what? We we'll do our demolition segment. We'll get that out of the way so everything is done before our guest calls in. We can just talk and hang out for a little bit. And yeah. tonight we're featuring Germany's Running Wild. The band broke up about two years ago, I think. Uh, no more Running Wild. But this is from the first demo tape uh, called Rock from Hell. It came out like 1981. It was actually, I got actually a pretty good copy of it. It's not my copy. Mine is shot. I got it from somebody else who sent me the, the link for it. So it's a pretty good quality tape. And if you go to the Heavy Metal Mayhem blog spot right now, besides uh, the Order of Chaos, you could download a copy of this demo. It's a three-song demo from 81. Two of the songs on there actually appeared on the Heavy... The Heavy Metal Like a Hammer Blow demo, which came out a couple of years later. They were re-recorded. Uh, but it's, I couldn't believe how good the quality of this was. Most people are going to hear this say, this sounds like shit, but for somebody who's had the tape for 30-something years, believe me, this is a pretty decent quality demo tape. So yeah. we'll do the song uh, How Over Hell. you got to love the way the, the Europeans write stuff up, you know, trying to Americanize it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there you go. Some Running Wild, How Over Hell. <laughs> Right to the point. Well, that was Running Wild with Hollow the Hell, and you can download that right now at the Heavy Metal Mayhem blog spot. The whole demo is up for grabs, so go and get it. If the other two songs are like that, it shouldn't take you long to download it. That was a quickie. 
quickie. Yeah, it was actually going to go right into the next song, but I didn't realize how short it was. I haven't heard it in about 25 years, so oh, I see, uh, yeah. it kind of caught me off guard. It's a good thing I wasn't taking a tinkle. <laughs> All right, well, we'll get one more song on because that's what I am going to do right now. This is Steve Rich's band. It's called Save for the Fight.
All right, that was the Steve Richards band with Safe for the Fight. We were just talking about Mike Varney. That was off the U.S. Metal compilation album, I think number three, oh, uh, if, I, if I remember correctly. And uh, that's definitely a where, where is he now type of artist. I don't think anybody knows where he is. Let's say the trunk find that guy <laughs> on one of his TV shows because he's missing an action. I don't think anybody's heard anything from him. I noticed a Steve Richards that uh, does like country music out of Nashville. Right. And he would be about the same age as him, and I know that he's had David Ellison work with him on some songs, so maybe wow. that is the same guy. He's kind of, you know, yeah. you would think, but David Ellison's all over the place. I mean, he does a lot of uh, a lot of uh, session work and, and plays in a lot of albums, so I'm not too sure, but I'd be curious to find out. You know, a lot of those bands from the U.S. metal records were kind of like these one-shot things, and you never heard from them again, a lot of them. Yeah. So, uh, I'm sorry, you want to still got too much tryptophan in you? No, no, okay. why? <laughs> Sound very laid back tonight. Well, a little bit. You know. That sounds like you're on a beach in California. I wish. Ah, all right. All right, well, we got about 15 more minutes <laughs> for Big Dad Rich to call in. Uh, I'm going to keep the music going here. There's a band called Great Awakenings, a young bunch of kids out of Florida. Uh, they were actually on the show back in May, but we only got to talk to them for a few minutes because they called in really late, and we had uh, James Kotak on that show, so we really didn't get a chance to to get too involved with them in a conversation. But uh, they got some kick-ass music for a bunch of young guys. And I think they're all brothers or some brothers and cousins. They're all like in a family, if I remember. Oh, uh, wow. They got some really, really good kick-ass music. There's a song called All Systems Fail. Thank you. 
he told the kid how good he was and everything, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that. I think I do. Yeah, you think you do? I think. I think I remember him doing, uh, you know, com- uh, you know, a compliment, you know, giving the kid a compliment. He did. So that's pretty good. James has got his own problems right now. Him and his wife have <laughs> gone through a nasty divorce. Oh, God. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a soap opera if you go, <laughs> go on Facebook. I, mean, I thought James was a great guy when we hung out that day, you know, but this is personal, you know, so I'm not going to uh, say that, but it's some pretty funny stuff because, you know, you, you you heard his wife on the show, and she can have a wicked tongue, you know? Yeah. And she's funny. She puts posters up on his website with, like, father of the year with a picture oh. of him getting drunk or something. Oh shit! I didn't know about that. Oh, it's it's some funny stuff. You got his. I laugh. I mean, you know, I feel bad because it's a family. You know, going through a divorce and you know you got kids involved and everything. But oh. it, it's it's just some funny stuff because she's a pisser, you know. Yeah, she's got um, she's got a way about her. <clears throat> yeah, she's got a sharp tongue. <laughs> <laughs> As Billy Joel says. She's got a way about her. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. So don't know what it is. <laughs> it's not a funny situation, but it's some funny words getting thrown back and forth. <laughs> yeah. uh, so God only knows, but you you never know. <laughs> some funny stuff. I shouldn't even say that, but uh, let me see what we got here. Uh, there's really nothing else going on. Things are kind of dead this week. Uh, well, the good news is, is that we won't be hearing from Don Dockin for about two months. He's going in for throat surgery, so that'll keep him off the, <laughs> off the radar for a little while. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't wish him anything bad, but you know, anything that'll stop him from singing is a good thing. For us, yeah. For the yeah, listeners, for, yes. For us. <laughs> 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 you're really dead today. What are, you, what are you sucking on a trip to fan lollipop? No, I just. I'm Last week you were so quick. You had your buddy Ken here. You were firing off jibs, and you were like, you know. But you said you didn't want to talk that much. Uh, yeah, well, I figured I figured you would. <laughs> All right, I'll try to pick All it up. All right, never mind. Well, well, Mr. Big has a new record coming out in January also called What If. Billy Sheen is saying it's going to be the heaviest thing they ever did. So, wow. I mean, you know, unless he's playing his bass on an extra string, I don't know how much heavier they can make it. I mean, they were never a heavy band to begin with. No, not a heavy band. A heavy band. No, not at all. I don't. I, I never even considered them rock, but I guess other people did. Wasn't oh, much into those guys. I mean, I think Billy Sheen is a great bass player. He's uh, amazing. Yeah. You know, and he's got oh, Paul Gilbert on guitar. Yeah, it was rock, you know. It was like, yeah, you know. I know. It was just a little too light for me. But, uh, I mean, the musicians in the band I mean, were, were top-notch. I mean, you can't get any better than who was in the group. So hopefully they, you know, they put something decent together. We'll see what happens. Uh, I think they're on Frontier Records, too, so I'm sure we'll have an interview with one of them. So going on, uh, Bob probably knows about it more than me already. We'll have one of those guys on probably in January when the album comes out. So. Oh, that should be good. I like to get Billy Sheenan because, you know, being somebody I played bass barely for a little while. <laughs> It'd be fun to talk to him because he was actually the first band I ever saw in concert back in '83. Uh, so Talos opened for Quiet Riot, so they were the right. first ones on. And uh, Talos were great live. They were such a killer band live. The album was kind of weak, but but live they came at all guns blazing. I remember when he did a bass solo. I was like, holy shit! I've never seen anybody play a bass like that before. Yeah, it was intense. It was very yeah. good live. Holy cow! I mean, I was like, I didn't know you could do that with an instrument. I was like a kid back then, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't think you could play that instrument that way, but he played it like a guitar. Yeah. So he was good, but Maybe. we got that to look forward to. And Ralph Sheepers from uh, Primal Fear has got his first solo record coming out. Wow. Uh, he's got the usual cast of characters on there, you know, Magnus Carlson and uh, Matt Sinner involved in it. Uh, Metal Mike is doing some work on He's got a whole bunch of people on there. And he, and he's doing actually, uh, it's a cover, I guess, because it's uh, Saints of Rock. It's all Tyron Pace song. That was his first band, but... 
don't know if you can consider it a cover. I guess it is, but really, he wrote the song. Right. The for remake. His old band. The remake of an old classic. Remake of an old old classic. That was a great song, and they were a good band. Uh, so it'd be nice to hear an updated version of that. And they're doing a cover, I think, of Before the Dawn. Uh, by Judas Priest, so... Oh, should be Yeah, well, he is. It's a solo record, but uh, he's yeah. got most of his Primal Fear guy, guys in with him on that, and uh, I think Kai Hansen's uh, recording some solos for the album, so it's been pretty good. I'm looking forward to hearing that. Definitely. Yeah, well, that's what I say. All right, well, how about I get one more song on, and then uh, Big Dad Rich should be calling in about 7 o'clock, I guess. I forgot what time we changed it to, but uh, we got that. Let me see what else we got coming up. This is it, the... November's already over. I can't believe it. This whole year is going by so quick. I know. Next week is December. We got some great guests coming up in December. We got Rat Skates, the old uh, former Overkill drummer. Right. Uh, next Sunday night, Rat's been in the movie producing business. Now he's a movie producer. Put out some great heavy metal documentaries. Definitely. Uh, Born in the Basement, Get Thrash. He's got a brand new one coming out, which we'll talk about. It's about the business. And Rat's very outspoken about his old bandmates in Overkill. So, uh, wow. We'll get him going on that next week. Uh, If all goes through, we have interviews with Jeff Tate this month, uh, Dave Lombardo of Slayer. I said I wasn't going to say it, but I did anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I was wondering you were going into it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Uh, We will have Marcy Free back on again. uh, Bob spoke to her last week on his show, so I caught a little bit of it. I didn't want to listen to the whole thing, Bob, because I didn't want to, uh, you know, I didn't want to take his questions like for mine. Yeah, that's good. You know, so I didn't listen to the whole thing, but uh, I figured, you know, what the hell. I said, I got a whole bunch of other things we could talk about. <laughs> so we'll get into that. I amuse myself sometimes, you know? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> what else we have on? We'll get that interview we did with Matt Drake on from Evile. It's not the greatest sounding one, but we'll get that on. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But we're going to take it easy uh, this month and relax. We've done so many interviews this year. We'll just do a few. We'll close things out. And uh got a few more lined up. We'll see what happens with them. You know, these are the first time I'm dealing with a lot of these people. So we'll see what happens. All right, so how about we do one more song? I got some, you know what? I got some Saxon, but I had it set up for after the interview, so how about we uh, do that? Uh, I think Alex is on the line. Let me see. Hey, Alex, is that you? Yes, it is. How you doing? All right, good. Listen, the next time you're late, I'm going to have to punish you. <laughs> you're going to have to write on the chalkboard, Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show Rules 100 times. Well, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. All right, <laughs> we're gonna give you a, we're gonna give you a winter holiday project to do. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? That's fine. Well, you know what you, you know you know you know what you do when I, when it, when I'm in New York next month. Bring a chalkboard, and then I'll <laughs> write, you it. write it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll have we'll put it up on the Times Square Jumbotron when you're done. <laughs> you know what it is? I keep the How chat box over the phone numbers, so all I see is the area codes. Like at first, you know, just let me know somebody's on there. And every time I four went through, I'm like, all right, is it Alex or is it going to be Ryan? <laughs> Am I going to answer it or are I going to let it go? Yeah, well, because you know what he did when he when he made his Google Voice number, he used my area code. Oh, I don't yeah, blame he, him. He'd rather be associated with the people up north than, uh, you know, those people down in Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right now, I'm sure he's down he there. The Thanksgiving holiday must have been a big one down there, you know? They must all been running around barefoot with the jugs out and everything. <laughs> Chewing on some crawl. <laughs> you better take it easy. I, I haven't heard from him all day, so I don't know where the hell he is. That's good. That's good. I'm sure he'll be in there later on. Last night I was trying to get him going on your show. I just uh, I couldn't get him stirred up, you know. It wasn't working, and, and and we spent we spent the whole hour. I think I don't know. I think you heard it, Tommy. Where uh, 
where uh, we were le- we were listening to big, that guy Big Mike from Brooklyn rants about all these <laughs> random topics. Yeah, he did, rant, he did rants about. I know he he had a rant about everything, every topic known to man. This guy did it. Yeah, he, he's a he's a funny guy. I mean, he can get a little grating sometimes, but he's got some funny stuff. Like you know, if, especially if you come from Brooklyn, like me, and Tommy. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff he says is stuff that we see every day. So you know, you kind of know what he's talking about. Yeah. Right. But it, it, it's funny. Like, when he does the thing about the parking and the sanitation cops, and, like, I laugh because, like, I'm like, I've been through that before. I know. Yeah. But he's a funny guy, but I haven't heard much of him lately. Yeah, yeah he has his own website now where he posts uh, rant rant videos. He left blog talk. Yeah. Yeah, he had a show on here a while ago, like, when Blog Talk Radio first came on. He was uh, he was one of the first shows on here, and then he... Uh, I know he was charging for his site, but I don't know if anybody's going to pay that. You can go to YouTube and catch most of the videos there anyway. I didn't know he did right. a blog talk radio thing. Yeah, he had a blog talk radio show. Very briefly. Oh, yeah. wow. And I guess, you know, he drew a lot of attention back then. I guess, you know, let me try my own site. And uh, he was charging for, like, a membership. Yeah. You can watch all the videos, but I don't know yeah, how far that went. Yeah, now it's free. Now it's free again, Now right? it's free. Yeah, nobody's yeah. paying money. Oh, nobody's. yeah, yeah. And Tommy, yeah, Mike, Mike was suggesting that uh, I that we prank call you last night. Oh, yeah. I try. I was trying to get through on the, um, on the, uh, I didn't, I didn't try calling in. I was, I was looking on my, um, on my iPod. I was, I was monitoring and I was trying to get on my, on the chat room for my iPod and I couldn't. It doesn't let you. You can listen yeah. on a lot of the phones, but you can't get into the chat. I've tried That's that. That's exactly what I was doing. Yeah. I was just listening. I was yeah, you can listen, in, but you can't get into the chat. It was. It, you only had like tw- I don't know, 20 minutes left, and I says, uh, I says, forget it, you know. Um, right, back right. the pleasure of the, the podcast. You can always go back and listen to anything anytime here. There you go. There you All go. All right, boys. How about I get yeah. us some music so people don't get too bored? Definitely. Oh, it sounds right. good. All right, sit back and relax. Here's a little slaughter. The cynic. <laughs> Like this. 
chat room because I knew it was Eddie Trunk, but I, I, I thought you were getting him before me. I'm sorry. I was trying to write I, I, I. But I know. I, I know. I know. I, I thought you would have got it in there before me. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, it was no, Eddie Trunk that signed that guy. I have no problem with that. Okay. Yeah. He actually signed a lot. I got a lot of bands signed back then when he was an A&R person. Uh, he was working with Megaforce for a while. I don't know where he went after that, but uh, he had his hand in a lot of bands back then. Anthrax yeah, and uh, quite a few of them. Yeah. Uh, Skid Row. Skid Row, yeah, yeah, the good old days of uh, metal. That's what I like. Well, we're still waiting on Big Dad Rich. Like I said, he originally was supposed to call in at 7.30. I yeah, sent the thing to have him call in earlier because, you know, the first guest wasn't working out with the time zone difference. So, well, we'll see what happens. We get I hope we don't get stood up again, man. That'll be two weeks in a row. That's a lot. Uh, I'd be disappointed because this, I really like this band. I think maybe we're being blacklisted. What are you thinking? No, I just think people just... Um don't see us as a driving force that we are. Uh, no, they, they better start seeing something. <laughs> they don't realize. They don't realize. Yeah. But. Well, Marcy, Marcy fell asleep last week. Uh, you know, it must have been that time of the month, and uh, <laughs> she, she was taking a nap. But she'll call in in two weeks. And uh, Big Dad Rich, it's the first time I'm dealing with his PR person, so we'll see how it goes. I did get the confirmation yesterday. Uh, I'm sure he'll be calling in uh, probably the time he was supposed to, you know. A lot of times they don't get them to say, you know, hey, call in earlier. You know, they just keep to what it is. But, you know, we'll, we'll keep the music and stuff going until then. <laughs> That's all we can do. This is true. And uh, Alex said if Eddie... <laughs> I like this Bob wrote in the chat room. Hopefully he's not shocked up with Marcy. <laughs> <laughs> and then Al writes, Alex writes, Ethel Trunk. <laughs> he, would, he would make a very, 
very beautiful woman. <laughs> I, I think so, especially now that he's all skinny and everything. You know, lost all that weight. Yeah, he lost some weight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, hopefully he's not shacked up with Marcy Free. That made my night. <laughs> very good there. Uh... Uh, that's Bob. Bob. <laughs> that's a funny one. Oh, my God. Oh, we'll see what happens. Because we've had like three guests in the last month. At least one we could say, you know, his father died. No, sorry, you know, but with the death in the family, that's there's a reason for oh, that. But, yeah, uh, taking a nap, I don't go for that taking a nap stuff. I like to take a nap too at 6 o'clock on a Sunday night. This is true. You're in California, no? Me, I'm in New York. No, I'm talking about Marcy was in California. Oh, I don't know where she's from. Uh, oh, I, just I thought it was assumed. Michigan, but uh, it could be California. Maybe Bob oh, knows. Uh, I, just I don't know if that came out, but uh, I, I think in Michigan uh, is where where she comes from, actually. Well, maybe originally from Michigan. I'm not sure where, where they live now, you know? Yeah. We'll see what happens, but uh, we still fun. got a little while. We'll keep the music going, that's all. That's all. I was going to play them next, thinking, you know, he'd call in and we get right into it, but we'll hold off on that a little bit. Let's see what else we got. I hate when I have to change my playlist, boy. That that pisses me off. Uh-oh. I type this thing up every week, and I hate when I got to make a change in it. Yeah, Michigan. I was uh, Detroit. I was pretty close, yeah. Okay, Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, Detroit Michigan. Rock City. That's where my favorite TV show comes out now, Parking Wars. A&E. I love that freaking show. I like I like Philadelphia better actually. Like the, the no, guy, I think Philadelphia. Yeah. You like you Detroit? Do. I like Philadelphia with the um. Uh, I like both, but Detroit, I, I, it, it seems just they're a little bit more crazier. Yeah, Philly was like that last year, the year before when the show first came on. Yeah. But I guess they like the use of the cameras now. But I like yeah. that one. That one guy, Carmen. He looks like a girl. <laughs> guy, the short oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah, the little. Yeah, guy. <laughs> that's funny. You got the uh, the old lady with the bouffant. Yeah. <laughs> and now you got the two Jersey Shore characters on there. That young guy and girl that all tanned up and everything with the spiky hair. That's a good show. That part yeah. was. Yeah, I enjoyed that. You know, I, True TV was was putting on a lot of good reality shows. And now they have, like, all these staged ones where everything is, like, staged by actors, like, recreations. Yeah, I know. And I hate those. I, I, I Don't even put those on. I mean, you know, there's so many crazy things out there. I mean, they're all kind of scripted anyway. All these reality shows are scripted to, you know, sure. to a point. But, you know, the point is making them look semi-real. Some of them don't even look even remotely real. I was watching that downsized uh, about the family. Uh, the father had a construction business that went down. They were spending, like, 18000 a month on, you know, whatever they wanted. Yeah. And the mother's a teacher. They got like eight kids or something between them. Like they're you know, wow. like a marriage. And uh, you know they show you every week how they can't make the money. The last week they were three hundred dollars short for the rent. The one kid sold his baseball glove for a hundred bucks. I don't know where kids selling a used baseball glove for a hundred dollars these days. Because I got about twenty in my closet when I was a kid. I'm gonna go start selling them. <laughs> I don't know where you're getting a hundred dollars for a used baseball glove. Maybe it was but, used by somebody now. No, it's the kids. You know the kids' glove from playing oh. ball in this. You know, like it I want to show, and all these parents do every week is tell their kids. You can't have the, you can't go to the prom. There's no money. You can't have this. There's no money. They clean houses. They do construction work. They had the cable TV cut out last week because they can't afford the cable. All these kids and the kids lend the parents money to help them pay the bills. Yeah. And the mother's a teacher. The father owned the construction company, which went belly up with the economy, you know, over the last couple of years. But you never see him working. Now, if I had a family with seven kids, I'd be out there scrubbing cars in a car wash if I had yeah, to. Yeah, at least to put money in the table. Yeah, but the kids are getting, then like he tells his son, you, you know, you're losing your phone for a month the other day because, like, he didn't show up at the job site to help out. The yeah. kid's like, why should I lose my phone? I pay for it. And then the mother's like, how can you take his phone from him? We just borrowed $300 from him to pay some bills. I'm like, it's like, you know, the mother's walking around with a diamond ring and a thing. It's got to be about five carats, a Mercedes Benz in the driveway, and they live in a mansion that they're renting for, like, $1,800 a month. So how can you feel for a family like that, you know? Mm. 
and they're getting the money from the TV show on top of that. Well, yeah, they got to still go and try try to cry poverty. What is the what network is that? Alan? It's called Downside. I think it's on WeTV or Lifetime. One of those one of those women channels. I'm always yeah, watching know, it with my I, wife. I never checked that one out. I I heard yeah. about it, but I never I never saw it. I Every think time I, they show you the, the the husband and wife talking, the camera focuses on her ring. They always, they go right to her ring, her wedding yeah, ring, yeah, and yeah. then to her, and it's like a five carat ring. Yeah. <laughs> you can sell that ring and and well, you know. Yeah. Are you waiting for the uh, the diamonds to go up to sell that ring? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's top dollar right now, so I don't it's know. It's about but time. It's about time. Yeah, I don't think sell gold's that damn go ring. Any higher than $1,400. I know, I know. All right, well, how about we get on some text hippie call list? I have to break my playlist, and we'll get more on uh, after Big Dad calls in. Yeah, I like them. They're sort of a, sort of a Pantera. Uh, like a Southern the, the Pantera. Top, you know. Yeah, Alex and uh, Ryan aren't crazy about them, but uh, they're our guests, so we always appreciate our guests. So how about we get on some Texas Hippie Coalition? This is off the, the latest record, Rolling, so-called Jesus Freak. Oh, yeah. 
started things off with a little Texas Hippie Coalition, the song Jesus Freak. I really like that. I know Alex uh, has a lot of other things to say in the chat room, but uh, I kind of dig it. And uh, yeah, finished that off with Saxon, All Guns Blazing. I think that was off the Metalhead record, wasn't it? Yeah, Metalhead. Metalhead. That was a good album. Metalhead. Metalhead. There were so many like Saxon albums that came out in the 90s. I know. In the early part of 2000 that were really good records. It just kind of flew under the radar because... You know, it just really, you know, metal was really, you know, struggling and suffering back then. I actually discovered them after, um, what was the one before Inner Sanctum, where they played out in Staten Island? Oh, um, oh my God, uh, yeah, yeah. Was it Lion, Lionheart? No, it was, um, the, like, the troll on the cover. Jesus. I, I, I can't remember right I now, but I know we, we saw them out here in, uh, uh, when the hell was it? it? was 93, I think, when I first bought the house, when we first moved down here. Yeah. We went to that basement club over there in the caverns, uh, and we saw them. There was that big steam pipe going across the stage. You couldn't see anybody's head. That was hilarious. <laughs> what, what, what was it? Was that the caves? The caves. That was at the caves. That was they a, used cool to be a, little, a cool little place, you know? Yeah, they used to make uh, beer in there back in, like, you know, in the 40s and 50s. Like, Actually, it was, long, it, was way, it was way before that. No, they used to make like, beer back the monks, there. No, but, no, no, that was uh, oh, it, was uh it, it was it was a beer it was a beer place where they made beer, but it was before electricity. So they used to store everything down in those caverns down there. Oh, I see. To keep it cold, and it, like, it was all those little connecting rooms. Uh, it was it was a really wild place, and uh, you would think it would make it you know pretty good as a club out here, but it wasn't in a great neighborhood. So yeah. a lot of people really didn't want to go down. There. It's better than you know these days than there's now they get all condos over there. But we were there like in uh, '92 or '93, I think we saw them. Yeah. So uh, a good band. Saxon was a great band, and uh, we saw them last year here in New York when they it was the first show they did in a long time, and they sounded killer. Excellent band. They were great, and you know, Biff came out and said, "Hey, you know, download our album for free. We don't care, just get it." And uh, a lot of bands are, you know, it seems like even the bands are divided today. Bands are like, "Hey, download the album. We don't care." Other bands are like, you know, you can't do that. You're killing the business. So you kind of got a division between the bands themselves these days over the download issue. Never mind just like the industry. Yeah. True. You know, a lot of bands, uh, and we saw Gamma Bomb last week, and uh, the singer Philly for the band Gamma Bomb got, he's like, he's all for downloading everything for free, and he actually got his label, Eric Records, to put out that last record as a free download. I don't know how the hell a record company agreed to do that. That's amazing. Yeah, and how, how the band managed, they're the first band to ever get their own record label to give out their record for free as yeah. a download. But they true. said when the vinyl and the CD came out, because Eric does both. Uh, they sold more albums that time than they did of the out the previous album. So maybe, you know, you got people like us who like to have the you know the hard copy of it. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I need the MP3s for the show. Anybody that does a show on internet, you need the MP3s. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. But if you're still listening to your house on your old stereo, it's great to have the album, especially when you get get the whole package. I know you picked yeah. up uh, Hellstorm, right? Yep, definitely. You know, you got it that way. I got it on digital, and I got it on uh, I got it on the I got it on vinyl because it's a collector's item. Yeah, but it's you know I mean the, you know I I can't you know can't afford to do that on every band, but there are certain bands that even if I get it on a download for whatever re however way, I I always man if I if I really like it I always manage you know to, to buy it on the you know either a CD or or now vinyl. And what I think they should do is they should release it only in vinyl. And include the CD in the vinyl, so that's the only way they can get it is actually buy the vinyl record, you know. Yeah. And um, 
I don't know. Maybe maybe that's kind of silly. I don't know because a lot of people will be buying it for nothing because they don't have a record player. But I don't know. I I think if they listen to it on you know on a record, it's amazing how how much uh, richer and better. Oh, uh, it's such a deeper, richer, heavier sound on yeah. vinyl. And, it's and nice then when the CDs came out, I'm sorry, spot. Tom. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. You can you yeah. can throw that in the car. You know, the CD you can throw in the car. Yeah. You know, you can download it from the computer to your iPod or whatever. Yep or whatever you use, but, um, you know, to sit home and listen to a record and, and, and open up the gatefold and, and read the lyrics, even if it doesn't open up, it always came with lyrics, some kind of picture, oh, some yeah. kind of liner notes, you know, nowadays, you can't, if you read the liner notes, you need, uh, you know, you need a magnifying glass. I know, it, it, it's true, <laughs> I agree, and then like I when know. CDs came out, the big thing was, oh, they don't skip uh, the clearer Christmas CDs skip just like records do. They scratch and they get yeah, ruined. Sure. They get ruined even quicker, I think, than albums do. Because sure. the albums, at least you took it out of the sleeve, you put it on the player. Your albums just got worn down from playing them all the time. But the CDs, as soon as you play them a few times in the car or something, yeah. they start scratching. They don't sound. I, I, you know, I know you get a lot of people like our age, you know, in the in the mid to late 40s, who want the vinyl again. So record companies and bands are seeing that. You know, yeah. we could put these things out, sell for twenty twenty five dollars because. No, we have the money to buy. We're not like, we're not kids where we don't have yeah, the money. Sure. We'll go and buy because it brings back memories to us of the old days, and we if like that. Giving us a good product, you know. Exactly. The Some name of the sax like twenty twenty-five dollars. Of the Saxon I was talking about was called Unleash the Beast. Oh, okay. That was. I had like that gargoyle on the cover. That was it. Well, yeah. Anything new record before that, that I didn't too. even know about, and then all of a sudden I started doing research on the computer, and I saw it on. Um, you know, on Amazon, so I started buying MP3s through Amazon, and I used, you know, find, you know, different different uh, sites along the internet. Started downloading the albums because the albums were hard to find, and if you did find them on Amazon, they were all, you know, imports, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't mind buying a vinyl copy if you included, you know, included the digital copy in, you know, digital copy in it for me, and then that way, um, you know, I got the line of notes, I got something collectible. And I got the digital copy to play in the car. Maybe they were afraid people would just, um, you know, rip it off that way. But at least you're getting something for that vinyl record. That's true. Well, you know what? These kids today, they find ways of getting everything. <laughs> no matter what you put out, these kids will find a way of getting around it. Yeah, like look at the new Motorhead. It's not even supposed to be released until like January something. And it's like a month and a half before. Well, and it's out. Yeah, but that's no, it is. It's like the record labels that put out these albums... They give, like, you know, like myself and other radio hosts, we have, like, passwords and links to log on to their site so we can get all these albums before they come out to review them. Right. Or they offer certain songs, like, you know, for you to play ahead of time. You know, right, uh, right. That's what it so we be. So, like, I'll get it, song. and then, like, you know, I don't do it, but other people get the album, and they'll yep. post it on the Internet, and then everybody gets it, and one side grabs it from the other, and, and it filters around. I mean, I've never done that. I won't do it. I'm giving the password. I go on. I get the album. I use it for the show for the guests when they're on. Yeah. But other other guys just you know people that it's not just radio it's people that review albums and magazines and sure, sure. and other sites and they get it and they just post it and the next thing you know it's in a hundred different sites in an hour. It's it's remarkable. All right. Well, you know what? I'm gonna put on another song. Then it should be about seven thirty, and hopefully Big Dad Rich will call in at that time. If not, we're taking out the book. Uh oh. Yeah, I'm telling you, we're on chapter like one hundred, I think this year. Oh boy. We're moving along. All right. <laughs> Let me see. How about a little warrant? I know Alex got all excited because he thinks it's like the Jamie Lane warrant, but it's not that warrant, Alex. So settle back down. 
Yeah, right. And like the German war. Slaughter wasn't the it wasn't the L.A. slaughter. It was. That's right. The, <laughs> this uh, is the German warrant. German so-called bang that head. Records out back in the day. I just uh, can't remember the name, and I'm trying. I was trying to look it up before, but I just couldn't figure it out. I think it was First Strike. Uh, I, can't, I can't even remember. 
You wouldn't know, would you? Yeah. No, no. I think it was yeah, it was. It was called First Strike. It was an E P from eighty five and then they put out the Enforcer, uh, the same year. And I think now you get both of them have like a double you know, the both albums combined together. Yeah, right. Yeah, and from what I hear they're still playing, uh, they're still yeah. around. They're a three piece band today. But uh not much has been heard from them like as far as like, you know, the albums go. Hello? Germany, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think you know what? I think I'm listening to the uh the the you know, the live uh, stream. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Oh, I, okay. I, I didn't I'm know. Only teasing, only teasing. Oh, okay. No, I was reading. There you go. I was reading something. I was trying to catch up on the chat board. I can't I can't read and talk at the same time. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> uh, that's enough for that. I just left a message for uh, uh, the PR person for uh, uh, for Texas Happy Coalition. See if he gets uh, the message and gets to them in time. But they should be calling in any minute if they remember the original time. The original time that we did have set up over there. We'll see what happens. Have you been watching that Skating with the Stars with Vince Neil? No, no, no. No, you haven't watched that. No, I've been watching the rock and roll. What do you call it? The fantasy camp. Oh, yeah, I think that ended last week, or the week before that it ended. Well, I'm catching up on it with my DVR. You know? Okay. Uh, yeah, I was talking about that the last few weeks. I was like, Kip Winger could look, couldn't look any more disinterested <laughs> than he does, like he's saying. When you watch it, yeah. I was like, why the hell am I here? That's what he looks like every time you see him. I guess, you know, what are you going to do? But he, he's the, you know, he was pretty excited. Um, the one that I saw that they, they did, like, a version of, uh, I forgot what song it was, and he was real happy with it. Um I know that one band, with, I, yeah, think, I think they were doing School's Out. Was that his School's band? School's Out, yeah, the School's yeah. Out version. That was pretty good. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you, some of them, uh, some of these people, they, they need to, uh, you know, go back and they're not even that interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, you might not be a great player, but at least be a little interesting and have a different, you know, a cool little persona, you know? Yeah, well, you know, none of them were supposed you know, The Rock and Fans has been around for a long time. Yeah. It's just like amateur players who want to get together, and they, they teach them a little bit how to play and be in a band. Yeah. And, and yeah. you just get to meet, like, you know, you know, rock and roll stars. So it's like, kind of like, you know, it's a fantasy. Yeah, they're but, advertising I mean, you know, for it. They're advertising for it that you can sign up. Yeah, I mean, Kip Winger, Rudy Sanzo, Kip Collette. Then they had Lemmy on one show as, like, one of the mentors, you know? <laughs> he looked like, like, just give me the fucking drink and don't bother me. Exactly, <laughs> I know. like he, he was there to get the free drinks and nothing else. He could care less about what was going yeah, on. I like when he walks in and the guy's got a pineapple in his head. He goes, what the hell is that? What the hell is that? <laughs> it's a beverage. He goes, it looks like it's, it's growing out of your hand. <laughs> Oh, that means the best, man. Yeah, he was like, just there to get the free boost for the day. (laughs) I don't blame him. He had his arm around that blonde. He was into it. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was cute, that one, the guitar player. Yeah. I think she was in Rudy Sazo's band, uh, that one. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Not bad, but it's just funny because, like, you look at, like, a lot of people they brought in there. And I'm like, "Eh, you know, they can, like, care less about (laughs) they're even there, you know. Like, nobody's interested at all. Bruce Kulik looks like death, man. Oh, he looked terrible, didn't he? He looks like an old man. I don't know what I, happened. You know, I I wouldn't even recognize him. We had him on the show. We spoke with him, but I, I would have not even recognized him if he walked in. Yeah. Even Billy Sheenan. I didn't even recognize Billy Sheenan at yeah, first. Yeah, Billy Sheenan looked terrible. He looked like a guy who just was going fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Anthony looked good. Him off the street. He said, "Come in here," you know. Yeah. I I didn't recognize. Well, I know. Uh, what's his name? Kenny uh, Arrington. Yeah, I don't know that guy. The big guy with the the 
curly hair. He, I thought he's he a was drummer. The, he's a drummer. He played oh, for. Uh, he actually played with John Cougar for a long time with John Cougar and John Cougar. Oh yeah, thing. I know that guy. Yeah, the bald, like the small, the short guy. The small guy. He was bald now. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, recognize he was always bald, but. But who was the other guy with the with the glasses? Kind of looks like Blackie Lawless with black hair. But I mean, I, I don't remember. Chubby. I thought he was the guy from um, from uh, Testament, Chuck Billy. But oh was, yeah, no, no, Chuck had, Billy was too busy uh, doing Eddie Trunk show that day. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get into that, but I'm just saying it was alright. But it was just I'm a and little... had, what's his name? Um, uh, what the hell is his name? Corey Proctor, the drummer from Free Rain. Right, right. He but when we had him on the show, he was talking about it. I thought he was one of like the a celebrity. Yeah, no, no, he was. Uh... I didn't know he was actually somebody picked to play. You know, you were already in a band playing professionally. Yeah. Why would they pick him to you know to be back? They're supposed to be like all amateurs, and you know. Well, I guess they wanted to get you know like a maybe maybe when they would film this, maybe his album wasn't even out. No, it was out because we had oh, him yeah. on. We were talking about it. It was already oh, out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, he's not with Dallas anymore either. They they shook hands him a while back, I think. Oh yeah, he's not with Dallas anymore. No, nah, I think the other three guys that are in the band are still playing with Dallas, but I, he's out. I think he was. I think I think he's in. I think he's playing for Philadelphia now. I oh. should ask Bob. He's he's watching the game. I thought they said he was transferred to Philly, but I don't remember. He's better off in Philadelphia, dude. I wonder what they're doing those scumbags. Anyways, I know. I think uh, Bob had something before. I think they were losing. Good. Yeah, so got to check it out. But you know what? We're way past our time. Uh, I don't think Big Dad Rich is calling in. I haven't heard back from this guy. I think we were sucker punched another week in a row. I think Bob is right. I think he's shacking up with uh, Marcy Free. Maybe. Well, they go wear the same size clothes. You want to know what's funny is that I'm, I was uh, uh, I was reading a, an interview with them the other day. Yeah. Well, it wasn't an interview because he never showed up for that interview either. <laughs> the guy was writing. I waited an hour and a half. He never showed up for the interview. Oh, so wow. he just wrote like a you know, like a negative thing about it. And I was like, oh, man. I said, maybe because he didn't want to talk to you. And I said, hey, <laughs> Eagles lost, Bob says. So there you go. Oh, beautiful. There you go. <laughs> no worries. Eagles lost. Darn. He's not happy about that. He's an Eagles fan. But he didn't show up for that either. So I don't think he's going to be calling in here. What do you think? Well, it's 7.33 already. You know? I think we've been dealt the one-two blow this week. No more talk about them. Yeah, you know what? I we've had so many guests on this show. I love it. I, I'm just dying not to have them on. But at least when we know we're not having them on, because you know, I, you don't prepare for it. You just do your show and you have all. You more say all those nice them. things about them, and you know. Yeah, then they don't show up, and then later on you always get that thing. Oh, I'm sorry, you got tied up in this. Uh, you know, he was being screened at the airport. Had to go for a pat down. It took an extra hour. There's always some excuse, you know. <laughs> you gotta love PR people. They can put a spin on anything. Yeah, that's their they can, they can spin shit in the piss, those people. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to play one more song. If he doesn't call in, I'm taking out the book, and we're adding him into the book. All right. Uh, we saw this band last week. I think we kind of enjoyed them. Gamma Bomb? Yes, yes. Yeah, how about we do a little Gamma Bomb? So now I'm going to have to change my playlist around because of that, and that's that pisses me. It's going to piss me off even more because I have OCD. Yep, even more. And I'm on vacation this week, and I can't get it to the office because I have everything on my computer in the office. Oh. Yeah, why use my own paper, print and ink? I don't blame you. Yeah, right? You know why? I can't even play Gamma Bomb. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that on. We'll get that on. We'll have to do something else first because uh, I uploaded it right before we started, and I forgot to re uh, reset everything. Oh, okay. All right, so let me see. What can I get on here? Uh, I don't know. Name the band. Let me see if I got something by him. Uh, Sabotage. Sabotage. I do, but I think I have uh, not the John Oliva. 
I think I have something with Zach Stevens. Yeah, I've got uh, I got uh, he carves a stone with Zach Stevens. I don't have anything with John Oliva. Oh. I know. Uh, I don't know why I didn't uh, do that. Let me see what else do I got here. Let me see what I can dig up for you here. Get something different on. Uh, let me see. Rat attack. Ravage. We played Ravage I think, last week. Uh, I do have Ross, the boss, but that's from the first record. We will kill. I have Matador. Uh, Immortal Sun. I got the right. I got the whole album. Most the whole first album up here. Oh, how about um? I guess uh, you know one that one. Yeah, you got to talk. Uh, people can't see us. Uh, <laughs> we will kill. Good. We will kill. Yes. All right. Now I gotta go way back there because I thought you were gonna go somewhere else. Sorry. That's all right. And we'll go back. Uh, I wish I did. The new, the new album I think is great. Uh, yeah. I didn't want to play anything off it because I was gonna save it for when we do the year-end show. Yeah. So uh, that's why I didn't get anything new uploaded yet. But uh, let me go back to the Oz. They come before us, right? Uh, yeah, usually. <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> Off the Ross of Boss's first record, We Will Kill.
first Ross the Boss record, We Will Kill. And he does have a new one out called Hailstorm, which yeah. picks off, picks up where this one left off. What do you think, Yeah, Teddy? definitely, without a doubt. Yeah. I just got his uh, PR part. He says he's calling him now. Uh, he said he did tell him yesterday. He did remind him. So he's reaching out to him now. Oh, okay. So hopefully he'll get him. we got about 15 minutes left in the show, so hopefully we'll get him. And uh, we'll get him off for a few minutes. I think Bob's going to call him. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So we'll wait a few more minutes. We'll do a little bit more talking. Uh, if he doesn't call in, then he's going into the books. He's got about three minutes. <laughs> I'm going to get on some music and wrap this up tonight. I hear you, bro. You know, it's it was a long weekend. I mean, I'm on vacation this whole week. I think you are too, right? Yes. Yeah, so that's nice. We got the whole week off, which is good. Do a little catching. Let me see. What do I have uh, for the Metal Matinee this Thursday? We're going into December. My God, I can't believe how quick this year is going. December 2nd, the Metal Matinee is uh, the United States of Metal. We're heading over to Missouri this time. Ah, oh, Missouri. So, Missouri, yeah. I think I got about uh, 20 states of the Union down so far. So uh, a few more to go, or 30 more to go, actually. <laughs> 29 actually Because I combined Hawaii and uh, Alaska into one Because that was a rough one coming up with a, well, an hour's worth of metal bands Yeah but you can always do like Puerto Rico, Guam and uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands Yeah we'll, we'll do, like, we'll do the, you know, the United States of Metal Commonwealth And we'll, uh, we'll get all those <laughs> bands on there <laughs> Maybe we should include the Bronx on that too But uh, <laughs> uh, I was just having fun with our fellow burrowers over there up in the Bronx but uh, that's coming up this week. The United States of Metal, Missouri. Uh, I like doing those shows because it, it, not only do I have to find enough 80s heavy metal from a state to fill like you know the hours. Well, it's actually a 45 minute show, but I gotta actually have the album. So that's like the harder part too. Mm, true. Uh, I've been doing pretty good so far, but you know it's like the metal matinee is, it gets harder because each week is a different theme. So not only do you gotta keep thinking of different themes every week, and you kind of run dry after a while. So I try to come up like some like you know running series that were like United States of Metal. I know I got 50 states, so there's 50 shows right there. Then I have uh, you know the wide world of metal, which is like different countries. So there's a few of them out there that I can uh, dig into. But I was doing the uh, the year of metal for the 80s, but we're up to 88, so we only have one show left, which is gonna be like probably February, and uh, then that's over. And I was gonna do the 90s, but we're not a 90s show; we're an 80s show. Yeah. You know, all 80s. So I said, the hell with the 90s. Then I said, you know what? How about we do some, like, surviving the 90s or oh. survival of the fittest? And we'll do 90 to 99 Ooh, with like all that. the classic old guard metal bands from the 80s that managed to survive through the 90s. And that'll yeah. give me 10 more shows <laughs> that I don't have to think about. That's pretty good. That's what you got to drift out all this down. Yeah, you know, I, I believe me. That's all I do. I get yelled all day by my wife. I got notes all over the house. I got papers <laughs> here, scribbles there. I'm driving to work. I'm scribbling things down. It's not easy coming up with a different theme every week and then trying to make up a poster for it and uh, a show. And a, oh, you do a great job, Mikey. It's a lot of work, man. The Thursday show is more work than the Sunday show. You know, you just put up a couple of songs and get somebody to call in yeah. if that happens, <laughs> you know. Yeah, if. <laughs> <laughs> and that doesn't always happen, but you know what? We only got 15 minutes left in the show. He hasn't gotten him, I don't think. He hasn't called in, so I don't know. What do you think? We throw in a towel? Yeah, I guess. What are you going to do? Yeah. All right, well, we're still going to play music. we got 15 minutes worth of music left. Yeah, we? yeah, we got to. So maybe we'll do that. Let me see what else I got. I wanted to get the Gamma Bomb on. Yeah, oh, I have okay. to I have to reboot. Let me do that real quick, and uh, that way uh, we can play it. Because I thought they were really good last week. And I started. Definitely, I came yeah. home, and, and I started playing, uh, you know, the albums after that. Because, you know, it's different than when you hit them live. Yeah, I checked out everything uh, that we heard, uh, uh, except for the Apathy uh 
I only have one one or two tracks off of MySpace, which isn't bad, you know, but I don't know the whole album. Matter of fact, I was going to borrow it from uh, from Les to get a copy. Nah, you should have just told him that day. He would have gave you one. Uh, that's all right. No big deal. He would have just gave you one that day, you know. Yeah, they were pretty good. I liked them. Yeah, but definitely. But the, uh, the E-Vile I have already, and I have had, because uh, it's not really new, but, you know, it's good, 2009. They should, they're, like, they're working on the new one. should be really interesting. Uh, the Gamma Bomb was something totally new and, you know, fresh. That was cool. And the Bonded by Blood was uh, something kind of new and fresh for me. But there's so much new stuff, I I just don't have the time to listen to it. I know. I, I got to stop putting it on, on an iPod and just, you know, keep the... Maybe this week that's what I'll do. I'll put them on a, all on one iPod and just like, sit and listen as I'm watching TV. I, I hear catch, you. I got stuff on DVD, DVR I haven't got. Oh, man, this is a whole catch-up week, media catch-up week for me. That's all. You're home on vacation. Relax, enjoy it. Well, you know what? Big Dad Rich didn't call in, so that's it. I'm not waiting. He's out. We're going to play a couple more songs. I'm sorry. I do apologize to everybody listening. I did my best to get him on. I contacted his people. I haven't heard back from him. So it's that time. You know, he's he's banned. That's it. The Texas Hippie Coalition is banned from Heavy Metal Mayhem. So let the name of the Texas Hippie Coalition be stricken from every book and tablet of heavy metal. <laughs> stricken from every record player and CD player of heavy metal. Let the name of the Texas Hippie Coalition be unheard of and unspoken, erased from the memory of man for all time. So let it be written. So let it be done. That's it. There's no <laughs> Texas Hippie Coalition on this show anymore. <laughs> Banned. The Texas They're in the book. Child, the Texas Child Coalition. <laughs> That's it. The, the unruly hippies. That's okay. We got room in the book because we're taking Marcy Free out because she's coming on next week. So we got, we got plenty now. of room in there. She joins the ranks of Anvil Bitch, <laughs> Circle the Circle, John Oliva's Pain, Accept. Oh, no, I got to take Accept that, too. I forgot to tell you. You got a, a person-to-person yes, interview with him in January. Yes, I saw that. That should be Yeah, good. we're going to be talking to them. So <laughs> we got to take Accept that, too. We'll just leave the guys that aren't at the interview in, but we'll take out the ones that <laughs> are there. <laughs> so we'll do that. But all right, how about a little Gamma Bomb? Here's a song called Bullet Belt. Enthusiasts will finally pay for their crimes! 
songs were only playing for like 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 a minute, and they were just cutting off. Oh wow. Yeah, that could have been a problem with the MP3. I don't know. Like I said, it was last minute. I just uploaded it, so it might have been a problem. I'm not sure, but uh, it was only about ten seconds left in the song anyway. The, 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 the PR person just called me and said that they have no cell phone reception where they are right now. So I guess Texas is a bad place on a cell phone. Uh, they don't have landlines in Texas. No, they don't. I I thought maybe they could put together two cups and a string or something. Maybe they could have. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of you know what they could have done? Put two cups and a string together. You know, to, to Ryan, and then Ryan could have put him on his cell phone. <laughs> Ryan could have blew the jug over here because. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I'm home on vacation, so I'm gonna set up like a like a, an old Morris coat thing, like the wire to wire thing. Yeah. And when they can send go. me like you know, <laughs> they can send me the the signals, and we can uh, I can translate the interview. It's like dot 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 slash yeah. dot dot slash. You know. <laughs> There's no cell phone reception where they oh, are right now. Can God. we reschedule it? I don't think so, but uh, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? I I'd rather just stay here and play music than have guests, and I'm tired. Uh, we've done. Yeah, I know you 80, didn't want to talk too we, much. We but did 88 interviews this year. Yeah, you, you did a lot. You did a lot. Yeah, and three didn't show up. So 88 out of 91 is not a bad place to be. But I'd rather them know that we don't have a guest, so I can put more songs on and come up with more stuff to do. Yeah. I leave like a big gap of like an hour for the guest, you know. So. Yeah, and the figures I'm not really talkative today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, well, I'm used to that, so I mean, you know, that's not a big deal. I'm kind of used. To it. I wish that Gamma Bomb song would have played the whole way through. It really. Yeah. They're really, they're really such a good band, but uh, what are you gonna do? When you're on the internet, these things happen. You know, I hear these things happen on regular broadcast radio too. I guess. Yeah. You know, it's funny. The other day I was in the car. I forgot. Uh, there's a DJ on Q104 here in New York. They're like our classic rock station. I mean. It's always the same stuff, the same two Led Zeppelin songs, the same ACDC song. There's nothing new, but they got a guy that does, like, the Midnight Shift, and they'll throw on some Ozzy Priest every now and then. It's not, you know, when you hear ACDC, they always play the same songs, you know. <laughs> it's either, uh, you know, uh, Back in Black, yeah. This guy plays some different stuff by them every now and then. Oh, like, he good. plays Priest, so he'll play stuff off of Screaming for Vengeance. Oh. He just won't play Living After Midnight, you know, or Breaking the Law all the time. That's cool. Yeah, and he does, like, two or three, like, good hard rock songs throughout the night, so it's not bad. So then, like, I think he had Priest on. I think it was Screaming for Vengeance they were playing, or Devil's Child. I don't even remember. So I was like, wow, Devil's Child on, you know, whatever it was. Like, I went to go rewind it, and they're like, oh, you can't do that on the radio. I forgot. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. You're so used to the DVR being able to rewind everything or, you know, the satellite. and. Yeah. I was True. like, oh, man, this, you know, you, I tried to rewind it in a car. I'm like, this is why radio is not going to be around anymore. I know. Sure, there's so many other mediums, you know. I know. Yeah, Bob was saying he keeps getting bumped off the show, so it must be happening again. I think that's why the song got cut off, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, the same thing was happening a couple of weeks ago. People were getting knocked out, and uh, uh, it's always happened on a Sunday night. It's a, it's a damn shame. I guess they do their maintenance on Sunday. I don't that's know. That's what somebody said. They do a lot of that work, but it kind of sucks for the people that do shows on Sunday, sure. especially if they keep doing it around the time that this show is on, you know, but... Sure, I mean, there's a lot of shows going on right now. They have the live. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just we're just one of probably dozens and dozens, but sure. You know, I think I have to make a take care of this. What do you think? We're <laughs> gonna, gonna have to get one of our friends in here. We we'll have to get a uh, big Mike from Brooklyn to come over here and do a rant about this. Yeah. This is probably why he left. Why he left? Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why. But the hell with Big Daddy Rich is gone. But next week. We got Rat Skates of Overkill. Rat won't stand us up. New Jersey boys don't do that. Okay. So, uh, 
Rat Sketch will be on. We're going to talk about his newest movie coming out, his old movies, and Overkill. Uh, he's got a lot of things to say about that band, and I think he's right and justified in everything he said. I won't mention it now. We'll that'll, we'll save that for the conversation next yeah, week. Yeah, I was like know? a little surprised that they maybe didn't even ask him to come out. No, nah, there's some bad blood there over the last few years. If, if you read some of the stuff he's been talking about, there's some bad blood between them. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, he talks about like Bobby Gustafsson getting the boot from the band and. There's a lot of stuff, and we'll get into all of that. So okay. I'm looking forward to talking to him. And I won't say anything about the other two interviews, because when I do, they don't happen either. So we'll keep that on the wraps until it comes through. Keep that on the wraps, that's it. Yeah, and I will let you know when it happens so we can be there together. Okay. The other one won't be till January, so, you know, the accept was in January. They're coming back into New York for a press tour, and we'll get them there. So that should be pretty good. But let me see all what right. I got here. How about uh, we get one more song, we close things out. How about a band called, what do you want to hear, Black Knight, or you want to do some Black Lace? Uh, New York, Man, since this is the month of metal for female, how about we do Black Lace? I played yeah, it that, that long ago. Good. but That sounds good. Yeah, Marianne Scandifio looked fantastic back in the 80s, man, especially in those tight leather pants and those spandex. Mm-hmm. And she still looks good today. I got her as a friend on my Facebook. I've been trying to get her to come on. She's like, I don't play music anymore. I don't play music anymore. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Right. I says, I don't really have a radio show, so let's just come on and we'll have fun. You know, Neither do we. We don't play music either. We don't play music either, so we don't have guests, so just come on. <laughs> there you but go. This is a great song. We're going to close things out. It's a band called Black Lace. They were out of New York. Uh, killer band in the 80s. Marianne was a great singer. And it's a song called I Like the Rock. <laughs>
thank everybody for hanging out tonight. Don't forget right. to check out Fighting Words Radio Network with Bob Cow. He's got a great show, All Hail Hair, on Friday nights, as well as his boxing show all week long and the Sam Clemente Punk Show. Alex Dio is up now at 8 o'clock. Take care, everybody. Good night. Tell you, I'll see you later, buddy. All right. Take care, man. All right. You go to sleep now. All right. All right. It's all <laughs> over. <laughs> all all over. right. Thank you, Sean, from Conservative TNT. He's on every night. The best political talk and music on BTR. Good night, everyone. All right. Good night.